This is the KFDM Morning Podcast from the most watched news team in Southeast Texas. Let's get an update on what's happening in your headlines this morning. Uh, citizens of Port Arthur are raising questions about why the city voted to allocate $4 million to Woodworth Boulevard beautification project. Another big question the community is asking where these funds are coming from. KFDN reporter Mel Stiles has those answers. Some might call the need to revitalize Port Arthur an emergency with no time to waste. The Woodworth Boulevard beautification project is an important part of the facelift in Port Arthur. It includes street repair, widening of the sidewalks, an added $4 million price tag to allow for any landscaping. The project stretches from Golfway Drive to Lakeshore. I mean, I think it's a good thing. I mean, anytime we invest the money to, to beautify Port Arthur, I think it's a good thing. But I mean, I think we have uh, more urgent things such as streets and things like that. But, but does Matthews think the work is worth $7.2 million? Nah, I think that's a, that's a lot. I think that's a bit much to go on something like that. When like I say I think the streets is, is much more urgent right now. Proctor Mayor Thurman Barty says this project needed more funding. They wanted to be completed. Like everything else, you know, uh, inflation has prices going up. So the engineering allowed us to let us know that uh, materials and other things were going to cost a little more than what they had actually projected. Mayor Barty says the city has big plans for Woodworth Boulevard. It's going to be a, a gate, actual gateway to our revitalized and redeveloped downtown area that, that we are trying to really push for right now. Mayor Barty says they've checked with the city attorney and the finance officer to make sure the city can take the extra $4 million from the capital fund to cover the project. And those funds are not coming from any illegal source. You know, they, they, they are available for use on municipal projects. Now, Mayor Barty says there's no firm timeline for when the project will begin. When it starts, it should take anywhere from one to two years. Mello Styles reporting for us there, and Mayor Barty says the beautification project will not take away from what the city has been working on when it comes to the streets project. Well, repair, rebuild, revamp the ongoing process some Orange County homeowners and businesses are going through after the January 24th tornadoes that devastated the area. Small Business Administration has partnered with Orange County Disaster Rebuild to help those who still need help moving forward. The SBA set up an the Expo Center in Orange County on March 27th. The agency encourages everyone who needs help to come and apply for assistance. Funding is start to finish in about three to four weeks. Come by and see us, set your fears to the side. If you don't qualify, we'll let you know. If you do qualify, the money's in your hands in about three to four weeks. Closing deadline to apply to SBA for help is May 16th and to apply for what SBA calls economic injuries, that deadline December the 16th. A controversial bill is heading to the Texas State House of Representatives after it was approved by the Senate Wednesday. The bill, which would fine some drag appearances in front of children, has drawn heated testimony, large demonstrations and legislative squabbles. With its approval in the Senate, advocates say it could have a large impact on the LGBTQ community. Senate Bill 12 from Republican Brian Hughes would fine drag performers as much as $10,000 for a sexually oriented performance in front of children. The bill revolves around a specific word, which means lewd or explicit, and many say the term has legally been a challenge to define and could create confusion. The courts have 
used it for a long time, lawyers and judges, and law enforcement knows what it means in this context. It's important to note this bill is not a total outright ban on drag performances. Rather, it restricts them to adults-only appearances if they are sexually oriented, although it does ban drag appearances from public property if it's in front of children. In a statement following the bill's passage, Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick said in part that children, quote, must be protected from these sexually oriented drag shows, now encouraging more and more in front of them. The state capitol also saw a wave of purple yesterday in support of Texas Alzheimer's Advocacy Day. Our own Angel San Juan attended the special gathering in Austin and shot this video for us. He's there with Shannon Briggs, regional manager of the Alzheimer's Association of this area and others who were recognized by the Texas legislature. The mission is a personal one for Angel. Alzheimer's claimed the life of his mother and he's a forceful advocate for a cure. State representative from Southeast Texas shares the same desire. But I think it's very important, especially with our aging population, we need to be making sure that we're not forgetting them, but also teaching and teaching healthy lifestyles and also making sure that we are remembering that we too will all get older one day. And if we already have these laws and these protections in place, we don't have to worry about them for future generations. So I think that's just really important. Angel and the local group taking part in meetings, listening to information about Alzheimer's and the battle to find a cure. And now your daily forecast from the KFDM Weather Authority. And good morning, Southeast Texas from the KFDM and Fox 4 Weather Center. I'm meteorologist Chad Sandwell. Here is a look at your forecast. It is Thursday, April the 6th. Quite a bit of rain across parts of Southeast Texas yesterday, while others really didn't see a whole lot. The big winner as far as rainfall goes was Burkeville with over four and a half inches of rain during the course of the day on Wednesday. We're seeing a little bit of a break this morning and I think we'll see that break probably through the late morning, maybe to around lunchtime. We'll see cloudy skies, temperatures this morning into the middle and upper 50s in the lakes to the low 60s in the triangle. And with the hold off on the rain until the early afternoon it looks like we'll see uh, temperatures probably warm back up into the middle and upper 60s in the lakes and we'll go lower 70s in the triangle still looking at a pretty good coverage of rain as we work through the afternoon and certainly into the evening hours today we'll call it an average of about 70 percent coverage through the course of the day and into the evening but as we head through the night tonight and into Friday, that's when we're going to see the biggest coverage and probably the heaviest rainfall that we will see throughout this event as we are going to be looking for a 100% coverage overnight and really through the first half of the day on Friday. As we get past lunchtime on Friday, the rain chances will start to diminish a bit and that will continue through the early morning hours on Saturday. By Saturday, say mid-morning, I think we're done. We'll be looking at the rain moving out of the area finally and we'll be looking for Really not a bad day. Maybe a little bit of sunshine pokes through Saturday afternoon. And then for Easter Sunday through the early part of next week, we'll be looking for partly cloudy skies with high temperatures warming up into the lower 80s by Tuesday and Wednesday. If you're an allergy sufferer, we're starting to see the weed pollen and the mold spores drop just a little bit. Still looking at high levels of tree pollen and grass pollen. High tide today coming up at 4.47 a.m. and again at 4.08 p.m. And we're still looking for a high risk of rip currents and the water temperature sitting at 75 degrees. So the big stories we continue through the last couple of days of the work week heading towards the Easter weekend will be the continued rain chances with some uh, isolated thunderstorms. 70% coverage today with a high in the lower 70s. And for Friday, it's going to be a 100% coverage of some showers and thunderstorms temperatures topping out into the mid 60s and it does look like we'll see rain chances 
finally coming to an end sometime early Saturday morning. From the KFDM and Fox 4 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Chad Sandwell. Have a great day. Thanks for listening and join us again tomorrow for the KFDM News Podcast.